everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the NACL Saltcast podcast. Uh, my name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. Yeah. How, you... <laughs> How you doing tonight, Dave? <laughs> doing okay. Doing okay. That's good. Um... <laughs> no, I know you won your Dota game, so I know you're doing all right. Can't be that bad. Could be worse. <laughs> Uh, tonight, uh, we wanted to talk about redoing the intro. <laughs> no, leave it in. Just leave that whole thing in. I can cut that out. Let people know our studio is uh, close to home. <laughs> yes. Studio is in the home. <laughs> uh, tonight, we want to talk about uh, a game we both played. Uh, some other friends uh, have also played. Um, I think I was the first one to jump on the bandwagon but oh. everybody else was oh, okay i know right yeah be that um, guy but uh even though i didn't spend a whole bunch of time on the the older uh doom games uh, oh it's a doom game yeah spoilers right i <laughs> oh, no <laughs> just a doom game it's a why, spinoff why you named the game the game is uh doom uh and then the the community is called it doom 2016 um i didn't realize there's so many iterations of doom yes yeah the first 2015 were pretty successful. Um, <laughs> Jokes on you, zero index. <laughs> yeah. As you may guess, the release date was 2016, uh, developed by id, and really successful um, as far as a single-player shooter in 2016. I think it's the only one I played in 2016 that I can recall. Yeah. Aside for maybe some Overwatch, which was definitely out at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I think it launched that year. Yeah, but as far as single-player, it was... Yeah, granted, I got into Doom late, probably just this last year. Yeah. Did you play any of the uh, the older games? Doom 1 or Doom 2? Uh, I think that was before my time, but I did dabble a little bit in Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah. So I got those uh, 2D spooks, for sure. Yeah, those were uh, very similar, probably, in the, the, uh, the their style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I played, uh, I played not the original Wolfenstein, really, until... Um, actually playing the remake because the original the 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 remake um i believe new order has mm-hmm. the actual old game in it yeah like, there's like you, little secret areas yeah you can go play the original it's less fun now <laughs> than i think actually no, it's definitely dated <laughs> i'd rather kill 3d nazis if i had to pick right yeah uh but that's that's a different game uh this is doom um 2016 2016 yes <laughs> uh and there was a there was a lot of hype for this uh, when it was announced. I remember the um, the trailer I saw had the um, I think they're called Revenant, the uh, skeletal jet back or jet pack. Yeah, Mister uh, Doot Doot. Yeah, yeah, Mister Doot Doot. Um, and uh, the protagonist is fighting them kind of in a uh, uh, an engagement, and they showed uh, one of the few uh, special animations for an enemy kills you in the game. Where he, uh, he rips Doom Guy's arm off and then like smacks him in the face with it repeatedly, then rips the other one off and finally kills him. It was uh, pretty violent. Uh, this game is a little bit violent. You might want to leave the kids at home um, so they can play. Uh, yeah, uh, people were really excited for that. This is there's a lot of uh, remakes and continuations not carrying forth the spirit of the previous games. Um, you mean like Duke Nukem <laughs> yes. being a fairly recent example around the same time? Yeah, I, this was probably a better better reboot <laughs> of the franchise than 
bringing Duke into the modern age. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, really exciting, super action packed, and people were really hyped for it. So I picked it up uh, pretty pretty quickly and immediately was trying to get people in. <laughs> immediately I was trying to get people involved with it because uh, I was like, this is this is actually a really good single player shooter. It's been a while, guys. I realize, like, you may be disillusioned. It was quite fun. Do you have any memories of when you when you started playing? Did you have any uh, perceptions of what you're getting into? No, <laughs> no. I I just did you get it I on knew sale? a little bit about Doom. I think I got it on a Steam sale. Mm. And I was like, okay, let's get back to like some single player first person shooters. Like, they're always fun regardless. I'm trying to remember if I did this. No, I think I was using a 360 controller. Yeah. Just to have more impact and you use certain weapons, which we'll get into in a little bit. The rumble. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more impact than the rumble your keyboard has. <laughs> My keyboard's loud enough as it is. <laughs> no, I was definitely hyped for when it came out mm-hmm. to actually get into it. And immediately, like, the atmosphere and the music kind of starts you off in that, which is nice. Yeah. So, but again, I was going in fairly blind, but after like the opening sequence and the first level, you're like, oh, blood's pumping, let's go. We should definitely, definitely talk about that, because that was probably the thing I was more likely uh, to kind of, I think that it introduced the game in an exactly appropriate way. Uh, so for the uninitiated, you essentially have this uh, kind of demonic voiceover of some prophecy of, of uh, the Doomslayer, as he's called in this game, um, at the beginning of the game, and you wake up on what it essentially is some sort of... Uh, Almost like a sacrificial altar. Yeah, But it's more thing. of a, I guess, a stone tomb mm-hmm. that you're kind of chained to, and there's runes on it, because you're essentially bound there like as an immortal character almost. Yeah. And you have no idea what's really going on. All you know is that these... Uh, demon-looking humanoids are essentially praying to the altar that you're currently laying on. Yeah. Um, and uh, immediately in the opening cutscene, uh, Doom guy breaks out of the the, the manacles, uh, grabs at one of the guys, trying to bite at his hand, and just smashes Smash him on that table. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> and I always like when games do this, where they use the in-game engine. Mm-hmm. For like the cinematic portion. Oh yeah. So that it's almost like a seamless transition once you start actual gameplay. Right. It's scripted, but it's not a cutscene. It's not like loading AVI yeah. <laughs> .AVI file. But I mean, it's not such a drastic difference if you think of the days of Warcraft Three, mm-hmm. where your in-game is vastly different from the cutscenes. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they would zoom in or something and like actually render a scene that's playing out as people are talking back and forth, and you're like, "This is not a cutscene." <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the moment that stuck out from, uh, or stuck out for, from the intro for me was, uh, when, uh, Doom guy actually, he gets his armor on the Praetor suit mm-hmm. and, uh, someone starts talking to you, this, this, uh, someone who's involved in the facility, you're clearly on a facility, uh, on Mars and, uh, or somewhere else, you know, but presumably Mars where Doom always seems to take place. And he's like, hey, you know, I've got all, like, uh, like you need to help me. Like, here, here's, like, some mission objectives, things to, uh, you know, take care of. And Doom Guy's just like, uh, uh, right, right. And he just grabs the monitor and just rips it off the side and throws it to the ground, uh, which I loved. 
that was when I knew I was on board for sure. Yeah, it's nice to have it spit in the face a little bit of your standard, hey, go do the thing. Mm-hmm. Go down this hallway, do the thing. A very linear gameplay. It's like, hey, you know what this game is, you know what it's about. You're going to go kill some shit, fuck some shit up. Do it at your own pace, do what you want to. There's some loose objectives along the way yeah. for storyline purposes. But yeah, they actually, it was almost, um, uh, I don't know if you played any uh, Doom 3 or not. Um, a little bit, yeah. Played a little bit, but it was it was kind of just a parody of that game too. Because in that game, there's always it seemed like there's always someone telling you what to do, and uh, I think the developers. I, I actually uh, watched uh, an interview um, with uh, one of the creative uh, designers, and um, they went under so much iteration for like this opening sequence, where they're just like, "What do we want to convey to people? Like, um, how do we?" let them know that they need to go kill demons and what they need to take care of and what they should care about what's their emotional investment in this and then eventually they just reach a point where they're like wait people are playing a doom game they don't care they already know like let's put the protagonist and the player in the same the same headspace where they're just like i don't care (laughs) wave your hand i don't care i'm here to kill demons (laughs) Uh, so that that is uh, that is the protagonist basically <laughs> that's all he wants to do <laughs> and I think it's uh, it's pretty liberating uh, when you can successfully shed all of that plot contrivance and everything and have a fun game where you and the protagonist agree exactly on how you want to you want to handle it yeah and it allows you to project yourself onto the character because like original link like there's just there's no sound right you're just the person you're from that first person perspective you see their hands but they don't say anything throughout the entire game so it allows you to put yourself in that space conversely i'm currently playing through monster hunter mm-hmm. and there, there are so many notifications <laughs> and other things storyline wise and quests like hey go here and reminders right which I honestly do love the game, spending a lot of time on it, mm-hmm. but that really annoys the piss out of me to I have agree. that constant, almost Navi-esque voice saying, right. hey, do this well, Listen, hey. <laughs> it's nice to just be able to take it at your own pace and enjoy the game for what it is. Mm-hmm. And the, the, that's a good uh, segue. Great job there. <laughs> as far as the pace, uh, Doom, Doom is a really fast-paced game. Like Mechanically, um, right off the get-go, they they have this this little kind of short uh, intro. Uh, you know, you, you kill the uh, demons in the room, talk to the guy, go up the elevator. You have that amazing sequencing of emerging from the elevator, uh, cocking the shotgun, and the music starts as you step out into Mars, which is just glorious. Um, but the game is paced like pretty rapidly. It it rewards you for moving quickly. Through, uh, through groups of enemies. I think one of the ways it does that, to steal this point away from you, mm-hmm. is if you have an enemy who's critically wounded and just needs like another love tap, you can do the right analog stick, which is R3, to do essentially a kill move. Yeah, where glory kill. Yeah, the glory kill, where you'll target a part of their body and rip it off them or beat them to death with it <laughs> or something. Yeah. But then you'll get some, I believe, health and ammo back. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
But if you just throw in a grenade in area, you can also just chain these glory kills together and you're just kind of going through ripping at flesh. Like, you don't even... The guns are now holstered at this point. Right, you're, nobody needs You're just needs slapping this. body parts off. We're here, here to melee and tear. <laughs> Rip and tear, right. <laughs> Until it's done. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to balance like the shooting and the glory kills together. I like it. Yeah. It definitely rewards you for being aggressive. Uh, when you can run up... Uh, weaken a guy significantly with a couple shots and then move in for the glory kill grab some ammo and health and just keep chaining through all the enemies mm -hmm. you feel awesome uh, i think that's that's really the the feeling of just fighting in in doom uh, was probably the 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 strength the underlying strength everything else was was based off of just how good it feels to just walk up and be like i don't even care how many demons there are I'm gonna get them. <laughs> yeah, and the further you get in the game, the more demons they seem to add. Mm -hmm. Where you have flying demons, and there'll be more projectiles you have to worry about. Whereas, again, to counterpoint it with another game, so like the Halo franchise, right? You're in fucking Mjolnir armor. Mm -hmm. You're doing work as Master Chief. Yeah, but let's say there's like four enemies. You're like, I'm gonna use some of this cover and shoot them in the head and take yeah. my time. So it already slows down the pace of the game because you have more things you need to worry about. But if you're just going through and weaving, mm -hmm. you'll regen your armor, you'll get health packs from killing people, which is kind of your incentive to keep going. Right. Because if you just sit in a corner, you can get swarmed pretty easily. Yeah, they're, they're fast, and a lot of those enemies are pretty, pretty agile. They'll jump over things or fly over things mm -hmm. or shoot you in the back. Um, <laughs> those cowards. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Honorable duels at sunrise, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, the enemies are really mobile, um, and they'll they'll punish you if you're kind of just sitting behind uh, cover. You can take a moment, kind of think about how you want to like approach the situation, but you're not going to be able to gear, gears of war it, and it doesn't feel nearly as cool as uh, when you when you pop those uh, those power ups and charge right into the uh, enemies and tear them apart. Yeah, if you get quad damage. Mm -hmm. And you see you have a timer on it. You're like, well, I want to be efficient. So you go and try and shoot as much as you can and get that damage output. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a... Uh, my favorite, obviously, is Berserk. Berserk is just by far... Just, I forget which one that is. So Berserk is uh, you lose access to your weapons. Oh, no. Uh, but you raise your fists in front of you, basically. And all of your attacks uh, with your fists are killing moves. You'll just tear enemies apart any enemy so it's just a glory kill per enemy you hit pretty yeah, much yeah just by hitting them you just <laughs> you just walk up hit them and they're gone uh it's pretty badass it is a remarkably satisfying um and uh the the other ones i think that's my favorite the other ones are like a little less dramatic i think there's invulnerability um which what is, is that one <laughs> like, yeah makes you invulnerable uh, i think there's haste um and uh yeah basically <laughs> i mean n not the abilities from the crisis suit because that came after doom but yeah. the same thing <laughs> uh and and yeah they're pretty rare but um the the game had like a couple ways you could actually uh, maximize your ability to use those power-ups they had uh, runes uh, you could unlock um, did you spend any time in the the rune system in your playthrough or did you kind of uh, passively, I believe so. Mm -hmm. Like if I grabbed a rune, I believe you could do. I think you had to do a challenge room to yes. unlock the rune. Mm -hmm. So then I would try and equip the ones that seem to fit my playstyle, which is usually 
ammo recovery, damage resistance. I like passive abilities typically. Right. Rather than more active things. I don't care about pickup radius. I feel like I'm enough of an adult to go collect my (laughs) ammo and health. Not that lazy. (laughs) Not that lazy. (laughs) You move pretty fast. But if you're running through and you don't want to backtrack over an enemy, it might be useful to have something like that for sure. Right. I know you could upgrade the runes over time. I think Super Shotgun had one where if you got enough kills where you killed two people from one shotgun blast, Mm -hmm. you could upgrade the damage of the shotgun. Yeah, they had, uh, as far as the progression system, they had the weapons, and then you could mod the weapons in some ways um, with, like, increased damage or uh, other components like that. Um, And those are pretty cool. Sometimes they change the weapon pretty uh, dramatically. Um, And then they also had the the runes from the challenge rooms Mm -hmm. uh, you were talking about. Um, I think my favorite for that, and it was pretty late game, um, but it was a combination of two runes. The first was... Uh, as long as you had more than 100, at least 100 armor, and then you could do a challenge to reduce it to 75. So at that point, as long as you have over 75 armor, um, your weapons don't don't consume ammo. I think the BFG was the exception. I'm not 100% on that. But your weapons just don't consume ammo. And then I would combo that with uh, one that made it so as I glory killed enemies, it would give me more armor. They were They would just drop tons of armor. And it turned into this just like, as long as I don't get hit, I can just tear through anything. I had um, I had a chain gun that split into like multiple... Oh, uh, the, the triple chain gun? Yeah, triple chain gun. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I'm i just going to walk through this. And that's basically what I did for in-game. Is just the walk through. Lightly strafing lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was remarkably satisfying when it worked. If I got hit, if I like played a little poorly, I got hit or something, I could drop underneath my armor threshold, and suddenly, you know, like those chain guns are tearing through ammo. Uh, but yeah, I think that was that was personally my favorite combo, um, and the the game just really rewards uh, finding a playstyle that works and then following through, getting better, not getting hit. You know, that's the key, right? <laughs> For most shooters, yes. <laughs> yeah. And fighting games. Right. There's a whole list actually. Sometimes you have to sometimes you have to hit and not get hit. So that's the added uh, level of difficulty. Uh, so out of the weapons you said you're doing chain gun. Yeah. Which other ones stood out to you? Besides obviously the iconic BFG. Uh, BFG obviously amazing, but uh, I like the the super shotgun. Um, that was the old old fashioned style shotgun in design. Yeah, I think it, it... The double barrel? Double barrel, yep. Tons of damage. Uh, you'd have to watch out for ammo sometimes with it. But uh, against certain enemies, it uh, was really kind of only only second to the BFG. <laughs> it was only second to the BFG, the rocket launcher, the chain gun in some situations, and the chainsaw. Do you, uh, do you remember the mechanics for the chainsaw? I believe you went up to them and pressed X. <laughs> yes. I think it only consumed a charge if you had a smaller enemy. I think bigger ones maybe took extra charges. Yeah, it would take fuel. Yeah. That would make more sense than charge. <laughs> anyway, you just kind of slowly you had a saw solar through them. <laughs> it was enough that, like, it was a slow kill. You felt the weight to it. Yes, yeah. You just carved but through. As you're carving through, like, all these ammo and other pickups, like, hell through just shooting out. Which is another thing, like, if you're running through being swarmed, you're like, I'm low on ammo and shit. Yeah. Instead of a glory kill, just chainsaw through somebody. 
get your stuff, keep the bloodbath going. Yeah, it was all about maintaining that tempo, right? I also used the chainsaw for a lot of enemies that uh, <laughs> I just didn't want to fight. I'm just, eh, no. I'll just drop, like, the whole, yeah. all of the fuel and kill this one big guy. Occasionally, I come across a Keiko demon who was... These are, like, the giant eyes that are flying around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I could get close enough to one, I would just do it and stab it in its eye instead of trying to use a clip or two of a gun that I'd rather save. Right. Also, I like that they have different animations for killing pretty much everything. Yeah. Whether it's through gory kills (laughs) 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 or just certain weapons or the chainsaw, obviously. Yeah, the... uh, It actually took me... A while until the game explicitly made me learn it to get the uh, the optional objective because like as you're progressing through the game mm-hmm. you know you're going through mars um eventually traveling to hell as you know you, you pretty much always do in the doom game um they had optional objectives and you could get more upgrades if you completed the optional objectives um and one of them was like you have to explicitly stomp head stomp the i think hell knights or something yeah. like that um I was like, all right, well, great. I'll just get the random glory kills till I get the heads. Th- and it's not happening. It's not happening. They were situ. They they were like, depending on where you angled your attack, uh, is where the glory kill actually executed. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was amazing. Once that happened, I was like, they animated like three or four of these for some of these enemies. Like, what in the world? That's too cool. Too cool. I really like just the aesthetic of Doom. As I always say, I feel like we just we talk about a game and mm-hmm. we just fillet it yeah, yeah. a lot. That's kind obviously of, it's a game we enjoy since we're talking about it. But it's, it's the opposite of the title of the podcast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate games that are not this. <laughs> but the time they spent into, obviously, the look and feel of things. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not like the most beautiful game if you consider something like Monster Hunter or Nier. Right. Where it's so much is in the environment and lush colors and yeah, bloom it looks gorgeous yeah this was, the levels were just obviously well designed mm-hmm. the characters and enemies were well designed Q as a reminder to talk about Samuel Hayden the badass oh yeah um, but also just the sound quality that they put into things yeah I remember watching a YouTube video where they talked about how they did the sound for the glory kill on it's like a four-legged dude. He had a gun arm. Uh, Cyber Demon? Or is it a different one? Maybe. Let's say yes for the sake of me not remembering. <laughs> Doom purists will literally kill us. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially you reach in and you rip out his heart through his throat. Oh, yeah. I know the guy you're talking about. I don't think he's and the Cyber the Demon. sound effect they did for this, because they tested a lot of things, but they ended up on... Pushing like a steak covered in honey through a vuvuzela, <laughs> which it I never would imagine that being a thing. Yeah, but it sounds so visceral. Someone heard that sound once and they're like, "All right, we're gonna use this for doom." <laughs> I think like I think he <laughs> ripped out his later. It was like rip out the heart and then yeah. down the throat, right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then he exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Inexplicable. Uh, oh yeah, those glory kills are great. But I mean, th- that, the sound effects, along with uh, the music that they did. Yeah. Keeping the original sound of the previous Dooms. Mm-hmm. The, some of the iconic tracks. 
but then just distorting the living fuck out of it, but yeah. still making it sound awesome. It's just, it's there underneath all of these layers for people to listen to. And, oh my gosh, so good. The whole game, like you said, is very, very tempo. Yeah. And everything about it. The music, the the combat, um, the power-ups of glory kills, it's all, it's all meant to, like, push you forward and keep you moving toward the end. Um, and, uh, obviously there is a story. Um, they didn't forego the story entirely. A lot of it is hidden kind of as far as like lore and things like that Mm -hmm. in the, um, the like journal, essentially you could get more information on enemies as you uh, progress through the game. Right. Um, and there's some really cool things in there. There was things like there was an explanation for, uh, from the perspective of the science team, like what uh, berserk was and, uh, they're like, oh, this there's this rune of demonic power, and uh, if if someone uses it, um, they immediately suffer a heart attack and die. And that was that was the outcome of like all of their experiments with it. But you pick up Berserk, and you're the Doom Slayer. You don't suffer a heart attack and die. You rip everything to pieces. <laughs> uh, and I just love that. It's all just meant to set it up and make it awesome. Um, but people people always try to manipulate the doom guy like you said dr samuel hayden this uh massive uh, something like three meter tall robot android kind of essentially with a metal voice yeah he did sound pretty tinny <laughs> but not like helper jenkins robot tinny yeah he still had like a very deep growly almost demonic type voice like, this is Dr. Samuel Hayden. <laughs> Dr. Samuel Hayden. I'm Dr. Samuel Hayden. That lingered a bit. Oh, God. Yeah. That's too good. But I like this character because he's very driven. He knew what he wanted. He knew the risks of it, mm-hmm. of taking the argent, ardent energy. Argent energy. Argent energy mm-hmm. from hell. But he saw it as utility, as a means to an end. And then everything else around that was unfortunate. Yeah. But he accepted the consequences for what they were. Yeah, he thought it was necessary, right? He's like, you you don't understand, Mr. Doomslayer. <laughs> Step into my office. And he tried to shoot him in his office. He's just like, stop that. It's not going to do anything. Literally, he just tells you to stop it if you try to shoot him. It doesn't yeah. just like bounce his office shell. Save your ammunition. Just an awesome, awesome man. Uh, like not necessarily just an antagonist, but ultimately eventually. Um, and his character was just he existed there as the voice of a pragmatic approach yeah. to the issue. And it wasn't like crazy like previous ones. Other ones are like, ah, hell power, like, ah, I need it, you need the energy, whatever. This guy's just like, Earth is having an energy crisis. Tons of people are gonna die if we don't like find a way to harness this. You can you can kill the demons. That's fine. We need to find a way to harness this, though. Yeah. But as you go, you essentially destroy a lot of parts of the facility that have become overrun. But it's parts of the facility that are keeping the Argent energy in check. Yeah. Essentially. I think he he lets he gives you the option to actually like disassemble it. He yeah, tells you, like, hey, hey, take, yeah. take it easy. <laughs> and so your character finally gets to the. I think it's like a power cell you need to remove. Yeah, it's like a and I think thing. like you, your guy kind of pokes around with it a bit, and he's like, "I don't fucking know what I need to do." And then he just punches it repeatedly until it breaks. He's like, "What are you doing?" That's not the instructions at all. 
you're a terrible listener. <laughs> and it just accelerates past that. After the first one where Doom, uh, Doom Guy hesitates, for all subsequent ones, he just smashes the men, culminating with him just smashing the men with his foot, right? He doesn't care. He sees something from hell and he's going to destroy it. Don't try to fix what isn't broken <laughs> and break things that you don't want to fix. <laughs> yes. That is possibly his mantra. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, he, he does help you throughout it. Uh, when you actually get to his office, he's like, here's tons of ammo and stuff. And he provides guidance for you. He does help you chase down the, uh, the primary antagonist for most of the game is Olivia Pierce, who is the actual, like, one influenced by hell um, and manipulated into doing a whole bunch of things. Uh, yeah, she's just trying to open the portal for the sake of letting demons come over. Yeah, she she's the brainwashed. Whereas Samuel Hayden's like, hey, maybe just like a little hole. Yeah, just a little bit of hell. Pin prick, and we'll just draw some energy from that. We'll close it back up someday. <laughs> hell won't even notice. <laughs> um, but yeah, he helps he helps you uh, chase her down until ultimately you get this. Um, you know, you go through several boss fights. Many of them are quite awesome, um, but. Uh, you, you end up with a very powerful uh, relic of some sort that uh, he immobilizes you and takes, right? Cementing himself as the antagonist of any future game. And he, like, lights it up at the end. It's not, not like a lightsaber, but it expands like a... A demonic rune blade. Yeah, yeah. It looked awesome. It was so cool. And just, yeah, and he, but he, he even says at the end, he's like, I can't kill you. Mm-hmm. And I don't really consider us enemies, but you are in my way. <laughs> yeah. So I can remove you from here. And then he sends you off somewhere else, maybe to another plane. It's not disclosed at that point. Yeah. But then you get the outro music, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm ready for two. The whole game is full of a lot of, oh, oh, or, oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> when you're discovering new weapons, new power ups, and other things, secrets. Like, so little, like finding the little Doom guys. Exactly, yeah. I've almost considered getting like a Funko Pop one yeah I like the little fist bump if you find the classic because yeah. there's there's a special animation when you pick them all up and uh, Doom Slayer looks at them but if you find the classic he actually extends his fist for a second and then gives a little fist bump and uh, I thought that was that was a nice touch yeah it's just so fun from start to finish there's like a couple points where I think like the difficulty was um, like it was a little bit there's one part in particular I remember uh, a door you have to basically wait for a door to open and there's a cutscene of like a demon in front of you mm-hmm. and it was in a large room with a bunch of enemies and if you're playing on higher difficulty um, you can die really really easily in that room and the checkpoint is pretty much always before the door opens <laughs> so it suffered it did have one point where it suffered from that whole making you rewatch the cutscene when you die but that was the only thing that I remember that stood out is uh Oh, this is <laughs> this actually hurts. <laughs> um, everything else, I think I, I very much enjoyed. Um, I did play a bit of the multiplayer. Did you check that out at all? I I think I might have seen a cutscene on YouTube, <laughs> but I don't really have any firsthand experience. Yeah, it had a lot of interesting ideas. It was basically um, one of they they had like your standard deathmatch things like that, but one of the standout ones was. Um, you, there'd be one player who could uh, claim a demon power up, like a demonic rune, and they would transform into one of the super powerful demons. Uh, and you would essentially be able to just 
kill anyone by hitting them with a melee attack or like super powerful ranged attacks. Mm-hmm. And everyone else's goal was to try to kill you. And if they managed to kill you, uh, they then would transform into a demon and be able to start racking up kills like that. So it's kind of like Halo 2's... Not King of the Hill. Oh, I wish I remembered game modes. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. There's one... I can't remember what it is. But essentially, you were super-powered and had like two bars of health and an overshield. Mm-hmm. And you did more damage. And you were against everybody else. Yeah. And they wanted that. Yeah. But yeah, there were, there were, there were unfortunately... There wasn't a whole lot of same power for the multiplayer for me, but I didn't I didn't care. I got all of my value out of the single player, and it was already amazing enough to recommend to all of my friends, which I did. <laughs> Spread the, the, the good demonic word. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank everybody uh, for listening to yet another episode, uh, or possibly your first, of the NACL uh, Saltcast. My name is Jake. My name is still Dave. Still Dave, yes. <laughs> Till next episode where he changes his name. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for stopping by.